I have an issue with lucky girl syndrome. If you have seen this on, on social media, I got beef with it. Uh, so we're going to discuss that. And Callie has made some observations about the super wealthy who are dead. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. Welcome to the Upside. Update with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of the Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, February 1st. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for contact lenses. I am not wearing mine right now, which means if I point to our schedule up on the screen, Callie, you have to read the headline that's next because I can't I can't read it from here. Do you want to go get your glasses? Without No, I don't really need them. It doesn't drive you nuts not being able to like see clearly? I can my vision issues or whatever are more like I wouldn't drive like this. I wouldn't. Right, me too, but it drives me crazy like when I wake up and maybe my eyes are worse than yours are, but like when I wake up and I can't everything is blurry, it drives me insane. Like I can't stand to not be able to see. Uh, for any amount of time. I hate it. I feel out of control. I, uh, yeah. The only reason, I, I mean, I understand the feeling. The only reason I don't feel that way is because we're in here together and. Uh, you know, I will guide you through. Yeah. You know, this is such a bizarre thought, but I've had this thought for years and somebody posted it on Twitter a week or two ago and when I read it, I was, I said, this girl, this woman, she's, she understands. She has the same concerns that I do. If you wear corrective lenses, right? And you get kidnapped. Corrective? What is corrective lenses? Corrective mean? lenses. Eyeglasses, contact lenses, anything oh, to okay. correct your vision. Yeah. And you end up, and you're the victim of a kidnapping or a hijacking or something, right? Mm-hmm. Do do the hostage shakers fill your prescription? Or do you just not see? Because at some point you have to take your contacts out. Right. You know what I think about? Because hmm. I'm me. Hmm. Uh, and I am sure. I knowing mean, the, our upside I, uh, listeners, there are people that also do this. By the way, I just want to say, I know they don't fill your prescription. But do they take your glasses? Because it seems like a good kidnapper move. Because obviously, you know, yeah. that, that would cause an issue, but it also seems, I don't know. I, every night before I go to bed, yeah, put my glasses on my nightstand, not so I can get up and immediately see, but so if someone breaks into our house, I can immediately throw my glasses on oh, and formulate you, a plan. You should have saved that for Tuesday. It's a good Tuesday takeaway. Oh. You know what I do? I got one of those grandma bands, the church grandma bands, where you just hang your, you know, in college, we called them croquis. Mm-hmm. And I just sleep with my glasses hanging around my neck like, like grandma. <laughs> and I also just tuck a Kleenex up my sleeve. Mm -hmm. Did your grandma's parents do that? My grandmother always had, she had like a night jacket situation. And I feel like she always kept um, in the pockets. tissues in the pockets. Yes. And she also, she but she carried them in her purse. So like if she wasn't at home, they were in her purse, not up her sleeve. And she always carried Trident spearmint gum. 
My dad's It was like mom. so weird, but that's like the smell it reminds me of her all the time. And she always had gum and she would buy it at what she called the price club and she would keep it like, so she always had an extra stash of gum. My, my dad's, my, my grandmother on, my paternal grandmother, uh, always, and for some reason when I remember her wearing these long sleeve sweaters, it was a light blue one. She would always wear light blue sweaters and she would always have a Kleenex tucked in the sleeve. So odd, but Any. such a grandma move. Yeah. So anyways, that's why I am grateful for contact lenses. My name is Callie Dollar and I'm grateful for harnesses for your dog. I used to wonder why people harness their dogs. Then I met Sadie and my old dog Blair. And now I understand because some dogs are either like the weight distribution is just better in well, if a you- harness. Like, cause our dogs, if they're not in a harness, our dogs pull. Sadie's Sadie's much better than Blair was. Blair was, I got to sniff the left side of the sidewalk. I got to sniff the right side of the sidewalk. I got to sniff, 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 and was always pulling. And I don't think Blair ever understood the correlation between pulling and the fact that it hurt her neck. She didn't because she would be like, <laughs> and I'm like, well, don't do that. And it won't hurt you. But we switched to like a harness for her. And it's great for Lily too. And Sadie. And I took Sadie. I was getting my steps in. Sadie was helping me on my steps. uh, And I put her in her harness and, you know, she's pretty good at walking, you know, around like a park where it's quiet because Sadie's such an old lady. She likes quiet. Yeah. She, She as a walking partner. She likes the city park. As a walking partner, she it's kind of like an old lady because uh-huh. she pees every like 10 seconds. So yeah. there's like a lot of stops on her walk. Yeah. And we, we got back in the car and she curled up in a ball in the seat and went to sleep. I need to start taking Sadie when I take Ellie over to the city park. That's what Ellie calls it now. Mm-hmm. The, the city park. If it's not the playground, it's the city park. Because Ellie just likes to play in the little rock garden thing they have. I sit on a bench off to the side because usually she says, go away, Dada, I'm playing now. And then she plays. Yeah. And Sadie would just lie under the bench. (laughs) Have you heard of the lucky girl syndrome thing? I have. Do you know what it is? Do you want me to explain it I think you should explain it for anyone who has not heard, who has not heard the term or doesn't really know what it is. It's it's, It's all the rage now with the women of TikTok and Instagram stories, I guess, um, where it's it's basically affirmations or positive uh, or not manifestation, mm-hmm. not affirmations, manifesting good things happening to you by saying out loud, I am a lucky girl. Good things happen to me. Everything's always working out in my favor. I'm a, obviously it's it's a trend for women. If you're a guy doing it, you would say I'm a lucky dude. Mm-hmm. But um the idea is that you are supposed to manifest good luck, which I think is great. I, I, for over a year, had everything is always working out for me on my mirror. That was my affirmation. And that's essentially at the core, that's that's the seed from which the lucky girl syndrome tree blossoms is everything is always working out for me. However... It seems like, and I don't get a vote in this because I'm a guy, so I'm asking you, Kelly. It seems like it's you, as a woman, as a person, 
don't you want to be something other than lucky? Don't you want to be qualified? Don't you want to be skilled? Don't you want to, I don't know. You don't want to be lucky. You want to be worthy. I think worthy. Lucky, for me, I don't like it because it doesn't, it feeds into, I just got lucky. It doesn't feed into what I struggle with, which is no, I worked hard. I bust my butt. I am deserving of the good things that come into my life. Shouldn't it be better? Wouldn't it be better if it was worthy girl syndrome? So rather than getting looking in the mirror every morning and saying, I'm lucky everything always works out for me, say, I am worthy. Yeah. I have done the work. I am where I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I am deserving. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this conversation is... is because I thought you maybe would have the opinion like, no, Lucky's good. No, I think so. Although I will say, plot twist, I do think I am lucky. But I think I was lucky with how I grew up, with things that weren't under my control. That's lucky. That's fortunate. That's for fortunate, yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting though because I feel like there are cultures where luck is a huge foundation yeah. of the culture. And yeah. I've always thought that that was so neat and really cool because, but I don't think that's what we're talking about here. Like there's no, it's a little more, I think what we're talking about, the TikTok energy is like a little more vapid than that, but no, I don't want, I don't like the lucky verbiage. Mm. I was walking doing one of my little <laughs> Look, you're gonna over the over the next few months. So many so many of Callie's stories are gonna start with. I was trying to get my steps in. Yeah. I was walking. I did see that some people in our Facebook group are starting to do the same thing, and I'm like, yes, solidarity. Other people that are struggling to walk the ten thousand steps, but are totally into it. Can I you, love I love you, our Facebook group. Can you form a group? Can you form like a thing? A walking group? No. Remember on Fitbit. You could, it was almost a challenge. Oh, like we could like have a, like an upside step person, like step app. Yeah. And you could like have people on because, your team. We could have like a team of people that are trying to like. Well, I don't think it's not a competition. I don't know how many steps could you. Get no, but it's make. in solidarity. Yeah. Like yeah. everybody's doing it together and then you could keep track. And Yeah. Good job. I was walking through the cemetery by our house because, you know, apparently that's what I do now. And I was noticing things about even like we all know there's like rich flexes in life, but there are absolutely rich flexes in the cemetery after you're dead. Huh. The, the private jet of the deceased. It's is the what? private jet of the deceased. Now, here's some things that I noticed that just made me kind of laugh. But also, I'm assuming if you have the money and there's space available, bigger cemeteries will let you do what you want. Especially the one by our house. Like some people have huge, oh, bigger yeah. than some people's apartments yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Like there are some there's mausoleums there that are 100% bigger than our bedroom. Yeah. Like not I, even a contest. I promise you that there are dead people in the cemetery near our house who are whose living arrangements are more spacious than New York City apartments. Oh, 1000%. And also, when I was like saying apartments, my apartment is bigger some of the mausoleums there are bigger than w places I have lived. Yeah. So, I'm just in awe of them. I'm like, wow. Here are some things that I noticed. One, people that have big mausoleums but have family members across the street. 
So, so like grandma, grandpa, and all the, the all the you know kids are over here. You, but, you're over there. But the cousins and yeah. with an eye shot of the big thing. Yeah. That is a like rich person flex. You cannot live in my big house. You cannot be dead. You in cannot my be house. dead in my big house with me. Do you think it, the ghosts of them get in fights and grandma and grandpa are like, as long as you're being dead under my roof, you're going to be dead under my rules. <laughs> Probably. Another cemetery flex of the rich. Will you shut the door? We're not trying to cool the whole afterworld. <laughs> Stairs. And I don't mean stairs to like a yeah. different level, but there are some people that there's one lady that has her tombstone and there's a stairway built for her grave. Yeah. Just her. How about the fences? It's impressive. How about people who put fences? fences? Locked fences. Cause some of them, like you can just open some of them are like, nope, you're not getting in my fence. Stay off my lawn. And so another flex one flex is like the marble house situation. Second flex, a house slash mausoleum that looks like your house. That's pretty cool. There's one that looks like somebody's lake house. Yeah. Like it is gorgeous. And I'm like, I would live here. Yeah, I would live here. I mean, it probably costs like a million dollars. I don't even know how much it would cost. Cause it's not like they like advertise prices on their website. I have, I have questions about, cemeteries. Well, let me ask you my, let me tell you my last one. Cause this was brand oh, new. Oh, okay. I'm oh, sorry. I didn't, I think this is the big one. Yeah. <laughs> the, how are you going to, how are you so going to beat, how are you going to beat a final resting place that is modeled after your lake home? You have a reserved parking spot. No Bible swear. I took a picture cause I was walking around and I was like, Oh my gosh, they have a parking spot. Here's what I have to say about that. One, when is the parking lot at a cemetery ever full? <laughs> Number two, you think people are coming to see you so much that they need a reserved parking spot? Is it a joke? Is it a little no. reserved? Oh, no. It's a full on sign, like a sign that would be in front of a restaurant that says to go parking only. Yeah. That's what oh. it is. But for that guy, welcome to Mellow Mushroom. Dial this number and tell them you're in spot number four. <gasps> That's what I want at my grave. What? A little sign that I gotta show you this. Look at this. I took a picture of it. Um, I think that. Look at no, no, no. It's like an iron sign. Oh wow! So there's a parking spot right in front of the big marble thing. There's a locked gate, and then it says, "What does it say?" Wait, is that the parking spot? The, the no, no, no. That's thing? the that's in it. so there's a parking spot and then there's like a step up. It's like a path on the way to the gate. Wow. A parking spot. Yeah. That is just a rich flex that I don't even because you know How in the spirit of having enough money where they don't ask quite the cemetery people are like, Yeah, we can we can do that. Yeah. Why I, I'm sure that costs money. You know what I would like to do just to disrupt the aesthetic of the whole thing is just get one of those sheds that you can buy in the parking lot of Home Depot. Mm -hmm. And I want that to be my, <laughs> I just want that put over my grave with a, with kind of a padlock and you're never really sure where the key is. <laughs> no, the key is on one of those stretchy things that go around your wrist and you just mm -hmm. hang it, you know, near your back door. And then that's what, and so you go in, put sawdust on the ground. How do cemeteries make money once they're full? This question 
This is something Jeff asked me yesterday. It's blowing my mind. So if a cemetery has spots for 500 people, Mm -hmm. 1,000 people, Mm -hmm. and they sell every one of those spots for $1,000 each, right? This so, cute that you think it's only a thousand dollars, but yeah, continue. No, just the spot. Like what you put on top of it is going to be more, but what, it doesn't matter. It, mm-hmm. I don't care. It could mm-hmm. be a hundred dollars. Could be ten thousand dollars. Just for ease of math, let's say it's a thousand dollars, and there's a thousand spots. You're that's one million dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's what you make. So when it's full, there's no more money coming in. I wonder if they have like. Like if you're selling 50 spots a year, right, then you're making $50,000 a year. So that would pay for somebody to come in and cut the grass. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you're. If it's like a one-time fee, then how are you making money? Yeah. Do you have to pay rent? And who pays it? And what if it goes unpaid? I have a question. They dig you up and evict you? Do you think anybody has been um, upgraded? Oh, I'm within sure. the cemetery. Cause yep. here's what I want. If I die and you bury me wherever then in the, the cemetery, power, then you the win the powerball. Power yeah. You build me my lake house in the same cemetery and you move me Yeah, because I will know and I will be watching you Yeah, and you give me a million dollars and you spend a million dollars. You know what I'm going to do is I want to build my lake house place right across from your cheap little normal grave. So mm-hmm. you, so you can look at the lake house and admire it, but I don't want to disturb your eternal slumber. No, I think you should. I think you should build me a lake house. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. Now that I've reflected on it, cleaning mirrors is a job I can really see myself doing for a long time. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. Valentine's Day officially less than two weeks away. The sure way to anyone's heart, friendship or otherwise, is through their pet. And if you want to reach someone's heart before Valentine's Day with a pet-themed gift... We recommend Perky Prince, but you've got to move today. Yeah, don't don't sleep on this offer. Don't sleep on Perky Prince. They make amazing products of pictures of pets. So they take, you know, whatever you took that you would put on Instagram or whatever your friend put on Instagram. We have a really cute one of (laughs) separate ones of Lily and Sadie. Not professional, but Perky Prince takes those off of, you know, what you send them whites out the background. So it looks like that your dogs were, were sitting in a professional photo shoot. It's pretty hilarious. And they can put that on anything. We have shirts, we have bags, we have prints, and we, we have, love supporting this small business. We have Christmas ornaments. Oh, we, we do. Have, we have refrigerator magnets. We have a tote bag. Oh, that's right. The fridge magnets are awesome. But you need to, these, these aren't things that you can come in and, and buy at the last minute. They need time. They have, they have a stay, they're a small business, but they have 10 artists who work on every single picture that comes through. 
10 might sound like might sound like a lot, not two weeks before Valentine's Day. No. So they are churning it out and putting their special touch on everything. You can go to perkyprints.com. You spell it P-E-R-K-I-E prints.com and then use the code upside. That's going to get you 10% off your order. This is a great gift for any pet lover in your life. Money cannot buy happiness, but worrying about money can certainly pay for unhappiness. And that's where Chime comes in. Chime can help you smile more. They were just named the number one most loved banking app. With payday up to two days early and fee-free overdrafts up to $200, they offer financial peace of mind in your wallet. And all of this happens with no annual fees, no large security deposits, no credit checks to apply. See for yourself why Chime is so loved by going to chime.com slash upside. That's chime, C-H-I-M-E dot com slash upside. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank and a members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on fair spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. See chime.com slash spot me. Chime is the 2021 number one most downloaded banking app in the U.S. according to Aptopia. We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieandJeff.com. I had the most bizarre thing happen to Ellie and I at Target, and I'm not sure if we were the subject of some viral TikTok-type prank video or... If I was just in the, I or if I was, if there was just a person in front of me who just wasn't super smart. Okay. But uh, we were looking for cards because somebody's got a birthday this week. It's me. So Ellie and I are looking at cards. And there's some, there's a section of cards for teachers. And they made me teacher appreciation week or something was coming up and the the guy who was looking at the cards pulled one out and showed it to me and said can you believe that somebody let this through and they got to give it to and it's for a teacher how embarrassing or something to that effect and he held up a card and it said uh of all the greatest things blah 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 and then The inside, it said, you're a great teacher. Y-O-U apostrophe R-E, right? Mm -hmm. You are a great teacher. Mm -hmm. It was proper. Right. It it was correct. Mm -hmm. So he held it open and looked at me and waited for me to get it. But I didn't get it because it was the correct version of your. And then he said, look at the word your. Wrong one. And I just kind of stared at it. And then I said, oh, yeah. And Why then went back do you to do looking stuff at like cards. That? Well, what am I going to do? Correct him? Yeah. No, he is an adult man. So? I don't want to correct his. That's in person grammar police? No. He pointed it out because he was being the grammar police. So you're just responding by being the grammar police better than he But is. haven't you ever had those moments? I think back all we're the- like, is this happening right now? This no, is no, 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 no. Those moments where something is so obvious and 
I, I have you ever seen the the video? <clears throat> it was going around. It was a news clip where a guy was complaining. He ended up complaining to a, a, a news camera that they were charging four quarters for an hour of parking time. Mm-hmm. But if you put a quarter in, the meter only showed 15 minutes. So he was talking about what a scam it was. Because in his head, he was thinking hour 100, quarter 25. Mm. So he knew that a quarter of an hour was only 15 minutes. So when the person said, no, that's right, 15 minutes is a quarter of an hour, you saw his face change. Like he, he realized right. the mistake he had made. I can only assume that that's what happened to this person. The right. confidence right. in which he was. So I just felt. So now, so that happened yesterday. And, and since then, I've just been thinking about if that were me, if I did what he did, at some point before I went to bed that night, it would have dawned on me that I was wrong. And I would have gone back to Target and just sat out front waiting for me to come back in so I could say, no, I really knew I was, that, I was just having it. I was tired, a little dehydrated. I didn't mean it. Didn't mean I it. I swear. Yeah. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is that Nielsen has put out a list of the top 15 most streamed shows in 2022. Netflix has 13 out of the top 15, and I feel like their overall list, yeah, it's whatever, but I'm going to tell you the top three of the Netflix series. Yeah. One, number one was Stranger Things, which I still haven't seen, and no. I feel like we're missing out. I don't even know what Stranger Things is. I don't feel it to me. It's a little sci-fi, right? Yeah. It just never appealed to me. It's in the same, to me, it's in the same vein as Game of Thrones. I know people love it unconditionally. Yeah. And mm -hmm. they say, even if you don't love this genre, you'll love it. I just, it just doesn't appeal to me. Uh, number two, Ozark. 100% yes. agree. Love it. Such a good series. Watch it immediately. <laughs> number three was Wednesday. Oh, really? Yeah. Which I thought was really surprising, but like, you know, good for them. Overall, so Stranger Things was number one. That was just in the Netflix category. Number two, I have never watched a single episode of NCIS. Yeah, I've never watched that either. Isn't NCIS, I don't even know what it stands for, but in my head, it was always like a Law & Order competition, uh -huh. like a competitor with Law & Order. And for uh -huh. me, Olivia Benson is life. Like, you will never find me watching another show like that. I think, if I'm not mistaken, it stands for Not Chickens Inside. Mm. So it's about it's about free-range chickens. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good so, to know. Or No Chickens Inside, rather. Got it. Yeah. Uh, you know what we need to watch? Because people have called it, have said that the third episode is the greatest episode of television they have ever watched, mm -hmm. is, I think it's called Last of Us. I think that's it. Oh, people are talking about that. Yeah. I just saw somebody on Facebook. I was checking Facebook right before we started recording. And um, yeah, somebody mentioned that. I also feel like we need to watch, what was the other one? Oh, I feel like we need to dive into Abbott Elementary. I think that needs yeah. to be our next show because yeah. everyone is raving about it and yeah. how funny it is. And I think that needs to go on our list. Uh, your second random thing is Parents Magazine. Uh, timed moms and dads trying to quickly change a diaper. Dads could get it done in one minute, 36 seconds. Moms take two minutes and five seconds. 
That's it. We're more thorough. No, I think it's fine. I, you also have the gift of being able to put Ellie down for bed in 10 minutes or less. Where Jeff does not have that gift. No. We get upstairs and she says, let's read another book, Dad. And I'm like, you got it. And next thing you know, it's a, it's a, it's a full on, you know, Bible study happening with a Berenstein Bears book where we're highlighting things. We're having discussions. We're breaking mm -hmm. off into focus groups. We're reevaluating it. It does not take me 45 minutes to put Ellie down. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it does. Nice. I can get it done in less than 10 minutes. Yeah. And your third random thing is the guy who invented Peeps candies. He has died. His name is Ira Bourne, and he goes by Bob. Now, listen to this. So Peeps, he did it by hand when he first did it. It took 27 hours to make one Peep. That is not true. That is true, because you probably had to let it sit. It's like sugar, right? Sugar's finicky. I think oh, anything so in the confections. You would make it. That's the, yeah. One peep took 27 hours. Um, and now, since they're like, you know, mass produced or whatever, it takes six minutes. Um, and yeah, they make around 2 billion peeps each year, which is always really shocking to me. The guy also invented the recipe for uh, hot tamales. So if when, you like hot tamales. When you said 27 hours, I envisioned him sitting there crafting, you know, crushing some Red Bulls, staying up all night. Yeah, I think probably anything. I feel like working with sugar is not an easy thing. It always takes a really long time. Yeah. So I think people that work in the candy industry, if you're doing it by hand, respect. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. Up until this past weekend, our Peloton bike was downstairs in the room that is Callie's office. And we decided to move it upstairs um, over the weekend. So there, there's a, a guy that, that moved my big green egg for me, and I've just held on to his number. It's like a guy off, like, next door or something. Yeah, I think that's where actually where I first heard about him, and he's fantastic. And he, I just sent him a text message and go, hey, I have something expensive, or not expensive, heavy to move. Um, next time you're in the area, can you come do it? And he said, sure. And next time he's in the area, he comes and does it. And it's not terribly expensive because it's never, it's not urgent. Mm -hmm. Just whenever you get a chance. I realized after the fact what I should have done is scheduled him to come by when you weren't home and then So you could totally take credit for so it. So I could say, yeah, I just I got one of the neighbors to come over and we just we just hauled it really up. Really strong. For it. Yeah. So, so strong. But I had him do it while you were there. So you just went in the Ellie's room with the dogs and I will say it feels like a refresh. Like if you ever are like, I'm bored of my working out, change the location. If you're working out at home, like we just, we moved that bike upstairs and it's like, I just got a new exercise room. Even though I've had the bike for like three years, I use it a lot, but it's nice to have a little, you know. We, we had to move it. it. It couldn't be in the bedroom when Callie was getting up at three in the morning. Cause uh, at one point she was actually working out before work. I was working out at like, two in the morning and and i said there ain't no way that you are going to do that even with headphones in and nope so no. yeah you guys talking about getting ellie a piece of cookie cake made me think i really want some birthday cake but darn it's nobody's birthday anytime soon and then i occurred to me i can go buy a birthday cake 
if I want to. Even if it's nobody's birthday. You guys, we could all have birthday cake today. Secondly, my friend bought a house, aided her realtor. The realtor was not very friendly. The selling agent's realtor was at the table, the closing table, and she said she was so bright and bubbly and was showing them a video of her making candles in her basement and that her daughter just moved out and she's an empty nester and she was roller skating around in her basement and just loves making candles and roller skating. And I was like, what is her name? And is she a little blonde woman? She said, no, she's brunette. I said, you're telling me there's two roller skating real estate agents. Seabird, you got to find her because I think the two of you would be the best of friends. Um, all right. That's all. Wanted to share. Bye. Hey, good morning, Callie and Jeff. I have been a long-time listener. You might recognize my number from many times I've called. And I was just listening and how you were talking about chain pharmacies and feeling at home. I manage a chain pharmacy, a CVS, and I know my customers, and we are personal with them. And my pharmacy knows their customers, and my customers know my pharmacists. So please don't assume that because it's a chain, we don't offer a friendly service, because we do. Thanks. Hey, um, I am calling to say that um, February's closing should be all of the things that you have recorded uh, from Ellie, because just listening to her little voice brings us lots of joy. So, yeah, I could listen to that um, at the end of every show. That's my suggestion. Bye. Callie and Deb, I haven't called in a while, but I had to call about the cookie cake. Yes, I hear you. Great American Cookie Company is delicious. It was one of my very first jobs. But if you haven't had cookie cake from Publix, it actually is delicious. I might say it's better than Great American Cookie Company. It's a little thicker. The icing is like the same as what's on one of their cakes. It's just really good. So, Callie, I would strongly suggest maybe a taste drive like the carpool girls do um, between the two types of cookie cakes. But I'm telling you, it is delicious. And my kids have asked for a Publix cookie cake specifically over a regular Publix cake or a great American cookie cake. So give it a shot. I'm telling you a test drive. That's what you need. Thanks. Bye.